Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Empowering Family Caregiver Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Meghna Giridhar, your host for today's show sponsored by eCareDiary.com. Today we will discuss advocacy for the working caregiver and tips to help ease the burden. To help shed light on this, I'm very pleased to introduce our distinguished guest, Jess Weinberg. Jess is the founder of Senior Assistance, a geriatric advocacy agency. His firm has been featured in the Tribune Review Fall Caregiver Magazine edition, and he has more than 25 years of experience in the healthcare field. Jess has planned, implemented, and directed a number of geriatric programs, and he currently serves as an adjunct instructor for CCAC and Penn State University. He recently received a certificate in patient advocacy from the Professional Patient Advocate Institute Certificate Program. Jess, pleasure having you with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here, Magna. Um, as we were discussing before the show started, this is an incredibly important topic, and I'm so glad we're covering this today. Um, let's get right to it. Um, my very first question is about the plight of the working caregiver. Can you... Can you shed some light on this and also talk about the cost implications for all those who are involved in the process of caregiving? Well, the uh, plight of the working caregiver is just truly overwhelming. Um, There was a study done by MetLife uh, and the National Caregiver Institute that uh, this was done in about 2010, and it basically said that six out of ten family caregivers are employed, and of course the numbers are growing as the as the baby boomers in, uh, increase in size. Which is uh, right now there are ten thousand baby boomers turning sixty five every day for the next four years. Um, so anyhow, um, these working caregivers are having a tremendous amount of stress and um, that stress is causing them very very much a lot of difficulty in the workplace. Um, we oftentimes use the term work-life balance. However, with the working caregiver, there is no balance in their life. Um, they are working uh, 8 to 10 hours a day uh, on top of taking care of their own family as well as taking care of their loved one. Um, This is oftenly called uh, the sandwich generation because they truly feel like a a sandwich with very little in between the two slices of bread. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a book written Uh, called The 36-Hour Day by Nancy Mace. It was written quite some time ago, but it's still one of the uh, classic books in the field. And uh, it talked about the 36-hour day because it was a family member who was taking care of her mother who had Alzheimer's disease. And the mother, um, the uh, person felt as if every day was a 36-hour day. This, in fact, is the way the working caregiver feels. I mean, they feel that every day is a work is a 36-hour day. They just never have time for anything. Um, most of these caregivers are, are feeling uh, 
guilty, uh, and they never take care of themselves as a result um, because they're already wanting to give to either their family or to their uh, loved one who needs the care. Oftentimes, um, I actually, in my workshops, Magna, uh, talk about Mm -hmm. putting your oxygen mask on first, uh, just as Mm -hmm. if it was in the airlines, because... um, the uh, if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to be able to take care of others? Absolutely, absolutely. Why uh, you know we we often talk about family caregivers. I mean that's the focus of what we do out here. But why do you feel the caregiver needs special help um, in the workplace? Well, as we just discussed. Um, that's a place where they're spending a considerable amount of their time. And um, that takes away from the time that they're providing care. Um, There have been studies done uh, right now that have looked at that 50% of the caregivers in the workplace are afraid to even tell their boss that they are a caregiver uh, because they're afraid to lose their job. Um, many caregivers have to go on family medical leaves and uh, many have to quit their job because they had to choose between work and caregiving. Again, uh, the National Alliance of Caregivers uh, discussed that um, if an employee quits his job, uh, they probably have lost somewhere between three hundred and around three hundred and twenty four thousand dollars in wages and benefits. Um, the elder care problem itself is costing the employers due to absenteeism turnover and lost productive productivity approximately twelve hundred dollars per employee per year. So that's about a thousand dollars a month that the employer is losing. Uh, not to say how much the uh, employee is losing because they weren't able to either keep their job or they had to go part time or something else because of the fact that they're providing, having to be a caregiver. It's just a tremendous, overwhelming burden, and they they definitely need some support and. Uh, and help in the, in the work environment. Wow, Jeff, those numbers sound really scary, and I can imagine the the day-to-day workings would be so tremendously difficult for someone handling three or four aspects, including including their job. Now, your um, your agency is a geriatric advocacy agency. Uh, what kind of educational resources do you offer for the working caregiver? Uh, Senior Assistance uh, offers a number of programs uh, both in the workplace and in the community. Um, The working caregiver um, is able to, well, we provide what I call peace of mind. And in doing that, uh, what we're able to do is provide information and referral services, which I call one-stop shopping. Um, Mm -hmm. 
we have a team of experts from uh, a nurse to a psych to a uh, lawyer, an attorney, uh, to a uh, physical therapist, and all of those people uh, help in providing uh, information uh, for the caregiver. Um, as you know, Magna, uh, it takes sometimes mm-hmm. seven calls uh, when you're sitting on the phone anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour uh, waiting to find out information. Um, we can solve that problem by providing, the, uh, providing instant information and referral services, and we offer this service seven days a week uh, you know, throughout the day. So uh, wow. that's, a major, that's a major service that we're providing um, for the uh, caregiver, working caregiver. The other thing that we provide is uh, free lunch and learns where they, in fact, are able to pro- find out information uh, that pertains to whatever particular illness um, their family member may be having. Um, we also deal, uh, provide, if in some areas, support groups uh, so that uh, they realize that they're not alone. In, uh, because, as you know, once, as, once someone uh, is so overwhelmed, they really feel like they're the only person experiencing this kind of a problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. With, um, you know, with caregivers needing to take time off to handle, you know, doctor's appointments and prescription pickups, um, there is a loss on many fronts. It's emotional, plus there's also this um, other painful aspect of having to miss days at work and um, not to speak of, you know, the financial um, involvement in terms of getting information. Besides the resource that you mentioned where, um, you know, caregivers could get referrals, is there any other resource you could recommend where they could get answers to, you know, questions as, as they're kind of going about the day? Well, um, there are a lot of uh, really good organizations that can provide resources to a caregiver. Um, the Alzheimer's Association is an excellent uh, resource. They also provide uh, support groups and uh, they're, they're usually free. Um, mm-hmm. The Actually, AARP um, is an excellent online resource and they also provide uh, information to where to turn to get help with uh, uh, certain uh, areas that people are looking for. Um, and if you look up the Cancer Society or uh, heart disease or any other uh, resource like that, uh, you'll be able to find a lot of different information. Uh, some people don't realize this, but uh, actually um, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services called CMS uh, has a lot of information dealing with Medicare and health insurance and they even have information uh, that if someone needed to go into a nursing home, they have a rating system under what's called Nursing Home Compare, 
that rates every nursing home in the country on a five-star system. So you can actually look up a nursing home uh, under uh, CMS and find out what their last surveys were, whether there were complaints and things like that uh, within the last three years and when you're considering a nursing home. And this is all online as well. Um, another uh, area is actually the uh, Department of Public Welfare. In Pennsylvania, they um, have now put on the personal care ratings of all of the personal care homes in the area. So that, again, if you're thinking about your loved one needing a personal care home, um, they can, in fact, uh, look it up and find out about the how they did in their survey process. Uh, on a local level, um, the Area Agency on Aging, um, it, which is usually the county uh, facilities, have a, a large amount of information dealing with aging and resources available to people, uh, in particular uh, for people who have low income, because they, they offer a lot of different programs that uh, they may be eligible for. Uh, another resource which people don't seem to really ever think about, and I uh, oftentimes discuss this with them, is that the uh, VA uh, offers resource, uh, offers uh, financial support for what we call aid and attendant benefits. And uh, so if a spouse uh, has been active in any of the major wars, even if that spouse isn't alive today, their their uh, wife uh, the wife can receive aid and attendant benefits, which would help them uh, in paying for home care services and some other services that they might need in general. And uh, lots of people forget about uh, the veterans as a, a, a very big resource. And finally, uh, I've been finding now that I um, have uh, found out about eCare Diary, uh, mm -hmm. that eCare Diary is a really an excellent place for uh, resources and uh, sort of uh, networking with people throughout the country and uh, is a very important uh, 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 resource for people. Thank you so much, Jeff. This list was truly comprehensive, and I'm sure there were a couple of um, you know, organizations that you mentioned that I would never have thought of. So thank you for uh, bringing focus on those because it just gives you this added outlet to get answers. Um, well, that's part of what I did. I was just going to add that. No, I was just mm -hmm. going to add that. That's part of what I do in uh, in assessing what people need. Is uh, we look at you know what they know about, and uh, this is what I would meant by uh, instant information and referral services because um, we we do have the expertise to uh, provide people. Uh, the directions that they need to take immediately. And this is so important when they have very little time to start off with in the first place. 
Absolutely. This is such a much-needed service, Jeff, and thank you once again for, um, you know, bringing focus to some of, uh, you've, you've mentioned quite a few, and I hope our audience members had their pens and papers ready to <laughs> write the names down. But in any case, at the end of the show, I will be uh, providing more information about your organization so they can always, um, you know, check your website for this information. Um, you know, my next question, Jeff, is about patient advocates. Do you think they are useful for the working caregiver and how, how so? Can you tell us something about this? Well, I absolutely believe they're useful because um, we provide peace of mind. And as we talked about before, uh, one of the services that uh, we provide is this uh, seven-day-a-week information and referral services. Um, we also, as I mentioned, offer classes in the community as well as in the uh, in the workplace. Um, one of the unique services that uh, senior assistance offers is that we have a nurse that uh, works hand in hand as a partner with the family and the working caregiver. Uh, and for example, the nurse can uh, take the parent to the doctor's appointment and ask the questions and get the answers that they need so that the family caregiver can make intelligent um, decisions about what they need to do. Um, oftentimes, uh, because again, because of work, they're not able to go to the doctor's appointments. And with uh, having a nurse take the uh, loved one to the doctor, um, this, in fact, again, provides the working caregiver with peace of mind because they know that they're having someone who is an expert go and handle uh, the situation. Um, I have a 91-year-old uh, mother-in-law who is in very good health, uh, and she'll go to the doctor and report to my wife that uh, a medicine got changed. And then you, when you ask her, well, why did this medicine get changed or why did they put you on this medicine, um, her typical answer is, um, He's such a nice person. I really didn't want to ask him. <laughs> and the seniors of, of uh, that are 80, 85, and above, they really never did ask a lot of questions. I mean, they they felt that if the doctor knows what he's doing and you know, treated the doctor uh, as, a, as as sort of like a godlike figure. And if the doctor changed your medicine, then that was fine, and that's what you did. You just followed the medicine. Um, in another situation, um, we have some elderly who, when they get the medicine uh, changed, they continue to take their old medicine with their new medicines. So, again, uh, they're confused as to why the medicine's being changed. The uh, working family caregiver doesn't know exactly what's going on and, uh, again, doesn't provide a whole lot of peace of mind for that working family caregiver. Uh, we actually have implemented um, a, a 
what we call a telemedication program, whereby our nurse uh, with the automated medication dispenser system um, can monitor whether or not people take their medicine and the medicine's actually being dispensed with the right dose at the right time uh, and uh, keeping that person, again, um, able to take their medicine. And the whole idea is to provide uh, a safe environment for that person so that they can stay in their home as long as possible. Another feature that we offer is that we have a physical therapist who comes out and evaluates the home uh, for fall prevention. Uh, Many times uh, people uh, have uh, rugs that are loose, they're not wall-to-wall carpeting, and there are many things that become tripping hazards for seniors. And what we do is take a look at the home and make sure that we've eliminated as as much of the tripping hazards uh, to prevent falls. We also can provide fall alert systems for people. So again, um, the caregiver who's at work uh, is now able to have some kind of peace of mind knowing that their loved one is in an environment that's safe, uh, they're taking their medication on time, and they're taking the proper medicines as well. Uh, finally, um, I, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but I was a licensed nursing home administrator, and one of the things I've done with a number of people as an advocate is I have helped people who are in nursing homes get the care that they need. Uh, oftentimes uh, the person hasn't sort of has fallen through the cracks and has not gotten the proper care that they would have gotten or could have gotten. And as a result of uh, setting up care care teams and acting, uh, discussing uh, the the individual's problems, I then monitor that care in the nursing home. And again, it allows the working caregiver peace of mind. Great. This is, I mean, those those are the three key words, Jeff, that I'm sure everyone was, everyone's reassured when they hear peace of mind. And, uh, you know, the the resources you've mentioned, um, I'm sure will go a long way in um, attaining that. We um, have time for uh, just two more questions, Jeff. So I would quickly uh, like you to tell our audience about the – let's talk about the employers now. What is the cost to the company that partners with your agency, which is Senior Systems? Well, um, actually, the cost is that we reduce the cost to the company. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, – According, again, to a MetLife study, we talked about that it was costing them about $1,200 a year for absenteeism and uh, people taking time off. Um, mm-hmm. This same study estimated that the United States businesses are, have lost $33 billion because of wow. work, work lost uh, absenteeism 
Um, there's another concept actually called presenteeism, which means that the employees at work, but they're not really spending any time concentrating on work. But $33 billion is a huge amount of money. So in bringing a company like Senior Assistance uh, uh, to the table, we're actually helping them to reduce their costs. And what we've done is create a win-win situation. Um, the employees feel like they are working for a company that's caring about them and are, is a compassionate, friendly company. Um, they are able to feel uh, that they have some peace of mind so that they can concentrate more and uh, work uh, at their job. And in addition, we're looking to reduce, again, the absenteeism, the tardiness, and things like that that have occurred mm-hmm. and, and ultimately prevent people from losing their jobs because, as we said before, an employee losing or quitting his job to take care of uh, someone they probably have lost 300 and some thousand dollars in lost wages and benefits. So it is really a win-win for everybody involved. Absolutely. Jess, I'm very curious to know about, you know, uh, if you could tell our audience about your background and um, what made you create this, your, your company, Senior Assistance, which, you know, it covers so many aspects of um, advocacy and the focus on work on working caregivers is such, an, such a unique aspect of your agency. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, we would love to hear about that before we end the show. Well, thank you for that. Um, as you mentioned in the beginning, actually, um, I have an extensive background in healthcare and health administration. Uh, I hold a master's degree in counseling as well as a master's degree in health administration, and I am a licensed nursing home administrator uh, in both Pennsylvania and in Florida. And as you mentioned, uh, I have been involved in planning and implementing almost all services dealing with seniors um, in uh, both hospitals and in nursing homes. Um, however, what I felt was going on uh, when implementing these services, even though people try very, uh, very hard, is that uh, all of the services in institutions are pretty much bureaucratic and they're very much impersonal. Uh, people today just don't have the time to devote uh, providing the resources and help on an individual basis. I mean, discharge planners have to get people out of the hospital. Um, they are trying to discharge on day one uh, and not even really know the patient very well. And what ends up happening is that they, uh, um, you know, send them home with equipment. Uh, they get discharge instructions. And again, the, uh, the family member may not understand them. And um, so what we have developed is, uh, through senior assistance is helping people get through this bureaucratic maze and also helping them 
said that their services become individualized to what their specific needs are. Thank you so much, Jeff. It has been such an incredible pleasure having you as our guest today. I want to uh, let our audience members know that they can get more information about you and your work at www.seniorassistanceadvocate.com. I'll repeat that. It's www.seniorassistanceadvocate.com. I'd like, like to thank our audience for tuning in. Join us next time on Tuesday, April 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern for our next Empowering Family Caregiver show. We will be interviewing Fran Smith and Sheila Himmel, co-authors of Changing the Way We Die, Compassionate End of Life Care and the Hospice Movement. To learn more about eCare Diary and our upcoming shows, visit www.ecarediary.com. Registration is free and gives you immediate access to your personal care diary tools. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And my Twitter address is ecare underscore diary. Thank you, Jeff, and thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you very much.